Right, so I like to start my day by listening and kind of dwelling in this Abraham Hicks era of um, it's never possible to make mistakes um, for someone who is living with a not just one but two different uh, psychiatric disorders uh, officially insane <laughs> it was officially insane um, I have to find the right coping mechanisms that actually f practically and physically and mentally serve me in a day in order to be able to mm, not survive but thrive because we want to thrive we don't want to drag along and uh, pretend that we somehow uh, that somehow we are living uh, no pretend no pretend I absolutely resent the attempt to pretend um, and I resent uh, to attempt again Othello 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 beats this is Othello beats can find it on YouTube uh, at, uh, if you look for Meek Mill type beats. These are the best summer tune kind of type beats. Summer beats. Do not sit in your seat. Do not dwell. <laughs> Don't dwell. Don't dwell. Back to Philly. Welcome, welcome, welcome to only live only in the now. Live ASAP. Who's knocking on my door? Why do I get scared? This is my positive prayer to you today. Only dwelling on the exciting and thrilling and unconditional and uh, emotionally heightened uh, vortex, uh, which is your inner being. Whilst, again, I engaged in disordered eating, as I have been in a recovery from something called anorexia. Um... The beautiful background uh, noise is something uh, called freestyle type beat um, after Meek Mill and you can find it on YouTube uh, at Othello, Othello Beats.
doing really good. Source adores me. I feel the inspiration all the time. Ideas are flowing. I receive the ideas. I get inspiration. Sometimes I don't feel like doing something. That's inspiration too. Sometimes I want rest. That's inspiration too. Sometimes there's more resistance than I could overcome. That's all right. It will return. There's an ebb and flow in all of it. So is Abraham Hicks Esther Hicks? That's the question. No. Um... Abraham Hicks is the alien or the kind of more, a more heightened consciousness that takes over the body of Esther Hicks. Um, the same happened with uh, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, at the age of 29, when he was going through a manic episode, which actually he was going through manic depression, uh, um, um, in the modern terms, uh, by, through bipolar... Uh, personality disorder and episodes um one night uh, at the age of 29 he was um feeling chronically suicidal so he thought to himself in his head he thought i cannot live with myself any longer and he realized that he is he incorporates or uh, includes two uh, uh, points of focus um, the first one is I uh, and the second one is myself uh, the, the I incorporates the identity of myself um, and um, so then he kind of split between I and myself and kind of uh, became more able to take himself out of his this self-destructive identity of myself and become the observer and observe it rather than identify with it and whatever comes with it, this negative and toxic symptomology of it. Um, so I, I'm assuming a similar, similar um, to uh, Esther Hicks and her experience of uh, having suffered a lot. Um, when you have had enough of suffering... What happens is you create this alter ego. Uh, some might explain it in psychoanalysis as an alter ego kind of uh, rev revolution within oneself. Um, but in spirituality, um, I guess it's more so of a, an experience of becoming uh, enlightened. Enlightened in the sense that the point of focus that you choose to have over the world within you and within yourself changes, shifts. Um, so you kind of bring the light of your consciousness um, on the things that you never saw before as a result of having suffered and understanding that what you went through and caused you suffering is not what you desire. So by virtue of experiencing the experience of contrast, we understand and we learn 
quote unquote, what we want. And I guess that is the inception stage or stages of uh, boundary development. Boundaries are what we like versus to what we dislike. So then life becomes a buffet. We try certain foods and we decide and, you know, we see what we like versus to what we don't like. The flavors, the textures, the, you know, cultural, uh, I don't know, uh, influences. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it becomes very simple. Life becomes simple. Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. This is my positive prayer. This is my prayer. There's nothing broken in you that we are here to fix. There is only angst in you that we are here to soothe. There's only wobble in you that is not necessary. There's only contradiction in your energy that does not serve you. And so that's what we are here about, to help you be more of who you are. And that is an exercise in continuing attention because who you are is a continuing and fast-moving, evolving being. And keeping up with what life is causing you to become is really what you are all about. You live in the fastest-moving energy that has ever been, in the most contrast that has ever existed. And those two things go exactly together. The reason that your evolution is so fast, that your expansion is so fast, and therefore your possible joyous experience is so certain, is because of the diversity that gives you pause to focus. And as you do it with so many others, and collectively you are creating so much that you are really wanting to move into, you've created through your attention and therefore through your emission of vibration. A vibrational reality that is the premise of all things to come. That future generations will come into already knowing and experiencing. It's just you who are here with the old world and from your basis in the old world you are creating the new world. It's only you that have one foot in the old world and one foot in the new world who are having any struggles. New ones being born in don't have any struggles. They're born in to the vibration of what is. Now, it's interesting. They come in through their mother's wombs flat. Here they are in physical experience, dominantly non-physical energy. Yes, children do not apologize uh, for anything. Children don't feel bad. Newborns don't feel bad about uh, asking to be fed. It's only after a while of uh, living in a space of punishment and reward, they realize that um, they should feel ashamed, that possibly they uh, do not deserve. Um, so then they learn and they grow up with this idea that they, they have to work hard to even deserve uh, natural things to come to them. Um, so this is the condition of human of human beings and, and of humanity being conditioned. And then, oddly, from our perspective, you who've been here before, 
take these fresh little new ones who are pure positive energy, who are the vibrational equivalency of your vibrational reality, that vibrational reality that we call the vortex. We want you to accept its realness. They are born in understanding all of that. But humans so often think it's important to give them really clear understanding of how things are in terms of already manifested or more important you think how things have been that caused things to be how they are well, good morning we are extremely pleased that you are here it is good to come together for the purpose of co-creating do you agree you're knowing what you're wanting? Good thing, isn't it? I just want to feel Your good. Your desires feel good to you? That's I just I just want to feel good and that's it. And that's what I'm chasing. And I will continue to chase it. And when I say, I say I just want to feel good, what I mean is I don't want to feel any doubt. Because doubt attracts more doubt. So let's not doubt and dwell and dwell on doubt. A big question. Your desire feels good, then you've got a desire and you're vibrationally in the proximity of it. In other words, your beliefs aren't contradicting it. So you're moving frequently and steadily in the direction of your new desire, your new desire, your new desire, your new desire. And, you're and then I create more desire, more desire, because I chant and I and I chant and I chant and I chant, chant, chant. The ever after, yes. But if you keep hatching new desires that you doubt, money, 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 unlimited, 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 unlimited credit cards, debit cards, credit cards. Isn't as much fun, is it? You keep regurgitating what is. If you let what is be the basis from which you believe what's coming, improvement can't come. If all of your attention is upon what is, then your vibration is all about what is. And your vibration is your point of attraction. Be kind. What do I really want to feel? Do I really want to feel better? Or do I really 
want to feel myself and the world around me fully. Not half-hearted or half in doubt and half one foot in one foot out one foot on the left one 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 foot in the past one foot in the future and i'm pissing on today Justly wonderful when you give it your attention is not helping your creative process and you are a creator that's who you are you came into this physical body with most of you remaining non-physical focused for the support the source would be. And here you come to interact with the beauty of humanity. Oh, the blessed rascals. They won't do what you want them to do. They won't please you. They're selfish because they were born that way. And we want them to stay that way because you have to be selfishly oriented. You can only see through the eyes of self. But as you... Yes, uh, there is this uh, huge misbelief and uh, wrongfully judged that selfishness only belongs to people who um, focus on themselves. But guess what? Everything that we do, we do it from a place to make ourselves feel better. So everything ultimately is selfish. Look to others to behave or perform in ways that when you observe them, because that's what you're so good at doing is observing. That was sarcasm, can you hear it? <laughs> As you observe them, then you sort of teach each other things that are contrary to the way the laws of the universe work. You want them to behave in ways that make you feel good. And when they don't, then you feel bad and you don't think you have any control. Then you resent them. So you blame them. But it isn't about them because they didn't come to behave for you. They came to create too. So today, because we know you are leading edge creators, we can feel you're right out here with new thought bursting within this forum. Today, we're going to find some new ways together of understanding how, yes, you create your own reality. And yes, there is no such thing as assertion. No such thing as assertion. There's only attraction. There's there is only, only attraction. So this universe is governed by the law of attraction. And when I say the law of attraction, I mean the law of mirroring what you feel and think Therefore, you feel within the reality that you've created for yourself, that you live in almost like a container that a newborn uh, or before new newly born child lives within. Um, you uh, mirror or you shall be mirrored in your external reality, thus creating your external reality. It's that simple. So what is the reality that you are going to live in? Are you going to live in a destitute and desperate and angry and resentful? How long are you going to dwell for how long and how much more are you going to dwell in, 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 in your, in, in the blood of your, of your wounds for how long, for how much longer?
Hey. 